episode of TWSS, That's What She Said with Zach. And Nicole. Hello, everybody. Hello. I didn't know if you saw my finger go cold. Yeah, I did. It was weird. <laughs> I, looked, I made direct eye contact with you. I was like, please don't say anything. <laughs> I did it until you brought I know. it I always call myself out. Um, it's been an interesting news week. A lot of stuff decided to come out literally on Sunday and Monday again. Has it? I think Sunday is like the news day. Let's let okay, so like prerequisite to this episode. I haven't seen a single thing Nicole's <laughs> written so far for this script. So this okay. is this is all my reaction. I have no idea what's about to happen. And he's not and you can't you literally I like only can't. wrote I wrote three things out of this. Two. The rest of it, yeah, two things. The rest of this I have you no idea what's happening. Yeah, you wrote two of them and I wrote I have the not rest. Seen it. Actually he wrote the first two subjects and then the rest I kinda just did like last night in all mm-hmm. honesty when I was scrolling through Twitter. And so you're not allowed to look like you, I'm so nervous. I don't want you looking anywhere below the second topic. I just want to like. Okay, okay. I won't look at how. About, how about like it's you? Just a genuine... You direct it. You direct it. It's that's what she said. Okay, so you direct it. I will. Oh I won't. I won't look at it. I won't look at it. I don't know what it's gonna be. Jesus, that's a lot of uh, pressure. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm in for it. Okay. Right, let's do it. Genuine reaction episode. I'm gonna. Zach, t- I'm gonna completely remove edition. the script. I don't have the script at all. Okay. I don't know what's. I don't know what's. Here. All right, I'm excited. Okay, let's do it. I'm so nervous. Honestly, I always say in every episode before the episode airs, I'm like, I really want a genuine reaction from Zach about something I've written. And I always end up telling him before the episode. I'm just like, okay, I can't wait. But this episode, okay, it, I'm I'm gonna prerequisite, or I'm gonna like, I forgot what the word is. I'm gonna like tell you ahead of time though that what I wrote, I told him before the episode. I go, that's it. That's the tweet. That's what like that's how, that's one of my topics. It's not like okay. I'm just gonna go ahead. Just go. Okay, just go. starting starting with Miss Galanius. Um, according to discussing film, a Wonder Girl series with a Latina lead is in the works at the CW, which I think is phenomenal. But we have had a Latina lead with Jane the Virgin. I think she's Latina. Mm, yeah, but. But like having Jane the Virgin is not a superhero. No, but I'm saying she could be a superhero. She had a baby without her. Uh, Whatever. Shut well, up, she's Nicole. not the Virgin Mary. <laughs> <laughs> My super is getting pregnant without. Notice, I told sex. myself to shut up before I finished that <laughs> Anyways, it's I, I I think that's awesome. I love how the CW, especially with Batwoman, how they went with mm-hmm. a woman of color. Um, I I expect Marvel to be doing more of this too. Along with, I like how DC is doing this. Mm-hmm. So DC, you're rocking. Better than Marvel has been in the past six months. <laughs> That's true. Kevin Feige, please give us a... Actually, we manifested yeah. Marvel. We did. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, I, I was mind blown the next day when they released... Like, it was the, the next day. It literally was. It was and I even I tweeted at us saying, we manifested this because we really did. I'm going to take claim for that. <laughs> I claim this. Um, I'll let you take it. I'll let you have that one. I'm definitely gonna pronounce this wrong, but I'm going for it anyways. The Kazakh, the Kazakh American Association, asked the Academy Awards, Golden Globe Awards, Directors Guild of American Awards, and the British Academy of Film and Television Arts Awards. Please try saying that ten, like five times fast. <laughs> to ban Sasha Baron Cohen's. Borat subsequent movie film from awards consideration for what it deems racist portrayal of Kazakhs. Mm-hmm. They have a point. I generally don't <clears throat> think this movie is 
this movie would ever get nominated for any kind of award, but the fact that they have to bring that up just shows that like mm-hmm. it hit a nerve. It could though. I'm not in, in terms of like mock mockumentary or like in terms of best comedy. I mean, Borat literally changed the world when it came out. So I feel like if if he has a solo that's just as poignant that he could win awards. And it, he I think he was even trying to petition for his um supporting actress to get a Academy Award nomination. Oh, is she? Something. Is that yeah. what people are doing? He was trying to push for her. He was, he was, he was going to... Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, but at so least if she got a nom... I mean, I still haven't seen it, so I, I really don't know anything about the film other than... I haven't seen it yet. I, w- I want to see it though. I haven't even seen the first Borat. I, I only... I think I saw like parts second. of the first one. I think Paris Hilton's in it, but... Yeah, this one has um Rudy Giuliani in it. Yeah, I, I heard he apparently didn't know he was getting filmed. Neither did Mike Pence. <laughs> But we're not talking politics on this one. No, no politics on this one. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, anyways. So, I mean, if they get nominated, they do. But yeah. I, I don't see them getting nominated. I, I see think, them getting I nominated just, for a spaz, what's it called, a spazzy? It's like one. <laughs> it's, it's like they do. A, for the worst movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but it starts uh, with an S. Uh, I just think it's interesting that an organization <laughs> went out their way to. That just shows that you literally hit a nerve yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, moving on. So Scream 5 wraps filming, and we got a nice... Uh, I hate... Why did you roll your eyes? I knew you were going to do that. Five. But apparently they're naming it Scream. Didn't they do that already? Kevin Williamson said it's named Scream. Yes, I don't know. Didn't but they already they have, do that before? Yeah, that's the original movie is called Scream. I know, but it's like... Drew Barrymore like, and all that. I feel like there's another one they did which is Scream because they thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But we got Scream. a picture of Nev Campbell and um, Courtney Cox, or, Ke- or not mm-hmm. Ke- Courtney Cox. Like, it was just them with the director and mm-hmm. kind of was, like, a nostalgic pick. So, we know, like, there was a huge thing saying, oh, Nev Campbell, rumored to be coming back. Mm-hmm. And then she did. So, I'm not shocked that she reprised her role. Yeah. Um, I know they cast a bunch of, like, teenagers or whatever, but <laughs> the disgust in my voice. Anyways. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. Square Four wasn't... It was okay. I just... The one thing I like about the series is that they bring in so many celebrities that it kind of, like... And then they end up killing all of them in the first, like, ten minutes. Sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, no, they have a Scream series. That's what you're thinking of, I think. They do have a Scream... They made an MTV two season... Two or three seasons of Scream. And it was, like, kid-based. And they killed off the one, like, name-face celebrity. (laughs) Anyways. The Diz Insider... Says Indiana Jones Five is to start production in August twenty twenty one, which is still aiming for a July twenty July twenty twenty two release. I honestly, I think I'm gonna stress Zach out. This <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> honestly, ever I'm reading the two I wrote and I'm like, oh shit, I really don't want to read the rest now. <laughs> What's that face? Indiana Jones Five. Also, you could say that towards like Mission Impossible 7 and 8. But that's different though. <laughs> that's different because like... 
tell us as a spy that. as a spy you can go on limitless adventures that's why james bond is going to continue going on for ages you know you can have continuous crazy things honestly they can spin it off to something indiana new. jones relies on historical artifacts and yes although there's limitless historical artifacts the ones that people across the world know is like very few and after kingdom of the Chris, after crystal skull i <laughs> it's is it sad why? i like that is it sad why? i liked it because of shia labeouf <laughs> But it, even as bad as Crystal Skull was. It wasn't bad. Oh, it was terrible. It was good. It ended on a good note. It kind of sealed everything up. So, you know, I'm wondering what what's Indy got to do at this point? What, 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 what's Indy got to do? What's Indy got to do? <laughs> no, I just, I don't get I what, like how you say it as if you guys are best friends. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what else he, he has left to do. I, and it, and the way it ends kind of gives the the idea that Shia takes over the mantle. Which That's literally what I thought was but... gonna happen too. And I don't think Shia LaBeouf is. In... <sighs> Actually, I'm gonna look it up to see if Shia LaBeouf is gonna be. In... I I doubt it. That would be it. like that would be like right now them doing Back to the Future Four. Oh, well, I forgot That's... about you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <bro. laughs> Mom, stop for a second. I almost, Bro, I almost never, had a heart attack. I've then. never been able to get him that good. I, almost, I was like, <laughs> you were kidding, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I manifest that and tomorrow to Back to the Future 4. I would be so mad if that was the case. <laughs> I'm looking so up. Bad. Oh, yeah, see, it's untitled. Gosh. As of right now, it's just him. It's supposed to come out July 29th, 2022. Yeah. As of right now, it's just Harrison Ford and... Um, Looks like Steven Spielberg. He is producing it. He's not directing it. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, now we obviously know how Zach feels. Via Netflix film, we received our first look at We Can Be Heroes, releasing globally on Netflix New Year's Day. The film follows a now adult shark boy and lava girl with their daughter. Taylor Julie will, repri- will reprise her role as lava girl. But they got a new shark boy. Oh, no. No. I needed a dream, too. Dream, 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 dream. That's the best song I've ever heard. I completely forgot about that. But yeah, so their daughter is the is girl from Bird Box. I didn't see Bird Box. Oh, my God. Well, it's the daughter. Yeah. I think I watched the first 20 minutes and I gave up on it. I was like, yeah. Um, when I first saw that, I, w- I remember I remembered hearing rumors that they were going to do some kind of like sequel to Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Yeah, I heard about that. But this actually does have, like, it's the girl who did play... Is it the same director, though? I couldn't tell you. Because I, I haven't really looked that up. But let me check... His name is on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it right now. I'm looking. A group of Australians are not. Oh. No, it was not him. Yes, um, Robert Rodriguez. It was on the tip of my tongue. I mean, I haven't seen like they had like a ten second snippet of it, and it looked interesting. Like it looked like how when we saw Sharkboy and Lava Girl in theaters. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that film was revolutionary. What's what is the reaction? Nothing. 
Um, anything else you want to add to that one? Sorry, the first, the first, sorry, I started looking up the lyrics of Strong Boy Dream. <laughs> I can't do it with you. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, um, I'm interested in this because it does look like they have a good cast. That's not what the verse is. It's close your eyes, you can close your eyes, shut your mouth, all my fists will put you out. <laughs> dream, dream. But it's like dream a dream and get us out. Oh. This is what I deal with. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. You know what I have stuck episode. in my head all week? What? Watermelon sugar. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny because that same week I went to work and they were singing it. So funny. Um, oh, Pedro Pascal <clears throat> is in it. Christian Slater. He's been doing some really interesting stuff, Pedro Pascal. Oh my god, Priyanka Chopra is in it too. Yeah, Pedro Pascal is, is getting his uh, films on. Yeah. I always say this, but Wonder Woman 84 had no idea he was a villain in it. Completely forgot. But we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, Godmothered trailer released. The film will, will premiere on Disney Plus December 4th. Um, have you, you watched it, didn't you, the trailer? No. Nope. Okay. Is that a horror um, film, I'm guessing? No, no, Godmother? No, it's a kid's film. Disney Plus, dude. No. <laughs> um, they could I, expand their reach. So, I, I agreed with our, our one of our favorite bloggers, Skylar Schuler. Shout out. He mentioned that it reminds him, it has enchanted vibes, which I completely agreed. Okay. It does have, it has the one girl who was, in, oh my god, she's, she's trying, I wouldn't say she's, she's a comedian, but not a huge fan of her. Um, I'm looking up the cast. Okay. Oh, Jillian Bell. She was in um, a New Year's movie. But it stars her and Isla Fisher. Mm. I well, was, Isla Fisher was in Enchanted. <clears throat> no, she wasn't. Yes, no, she she, was. it was no. Amy Adams. Amy Adams. <laughs> no, but on the a real... head just got me for a second. So what happened was when I watched it, mm-hmm. I was taken aback because I genuinely... Okay, so at the beginning, it's very like... It does have a lot of Enchanted vibes. And then, like, I'm watching it, and I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Jillian Bell, because she was in another movie, and I wasn't a fan of her comedy style, but then watching this kind of changed my view on her. Her name is Jillian Bell? Yeah, I forgot what other, she was in another movie, and I just wasn't, like, she was, like, a drug addict or drug dealer or something. Oh, she's on 22 Jump Street. Oh, Christmas, Office Christmas Party. I watched that one with her, and she, I just felt like she was trying too hard as a comedian, but <clears throat> I think she honestly like it looks good like it it's something I would watch on Disney Plus. I wouldn't pay fourteen dollars for it in a theater. What's that face? Sorry, she was in Inherent Vice. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I just can't figure out who she was. But it it looks good. Mm-hmm. I genuinely thought is I thought this was at first the sequel to Enchanted. Might as well be, at this point. <clears throat> but again, it looks good. I would, from what I saw, I would rate it like a out of ten, probably good five, from the trailer. The trailer gives it like a five, five. But I'm okay. hoping for better for the for the movie. Um, I did think Isla Fisher was Amy Adams for like the first like thirty seconds she came <coughs> on the screen. 
so it's pretty much like helping her like it's kind of like cinderella vibes like isla fisher is supposed to be like quote-unquote cinderella and jillian bell is, is the godmother is the godmother so she kind of like helps her with things and it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting I, I i would say watch it i would i would i'm probably gonna watch it on december 4th maybe not december 4th like after but <laughs> um via discussing film the first trailer for chaos walking premiered today starring mm-hmm. tom holland and daisy ridley we got a preview yesterday like a little 10 second snippet of it um we watched it right before the podcast yeah i said i will say i had more of a reaction i think but yeah i didn't know nick jonas was in it i i remember i kind of heard rumors but i was genuinely shocked to see his character he looks kind of like he gave me off like bad vibes like the character looks bad he looked the same as the character he did in Jumanji to me. But I didn't see a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, because I thought the same thing when it I watched exactly it. exactly the same. I was like, oh, Jumanji guy. Okay. And then the other guy, I can't remember his Mads name. Mads Mikkelsen. He is rumored to be in Fantastic Beasts 3. He's rumored to be the new Grindelwald. And he was asked about the role, and he said he wasn't confirming or denying it. I so I guarantee, I guarantee you that they have approached him, and I feel like they're just waiting to announce something at it's this point. Because they have to, they have to quarantine him for two weeks, even if he is. I don't know. That's just it's all rumors at this point. But it was a good trailer. It didn't really affect us as much. We kind of were like, yeah, it's good. No. Oh my god! Do you know what the, you know what they put? It was so funny, I have to say. They put this... So, you know how um, Jupiter Ascending is, like, one of those movies that people just say, like, why was it made in mm-hmm. the first place? So, they put it in a category. <laughs> it's in the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. And it was Passengers starring Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. That wasn't a bad movie. But listen, they had Jupiter Ascending, okay. um, Valerian... Okay, I didn't see that, but I heard that was And terrible. Chaos Walking is like the four apocalypse. I will say, Passengers, we saw Passengers together. Yeah. I had a completely different idea in mind of what it was going to be. And when I saw it, I was disappointed. Genuinely. Like, I would not have seen that twice the way I did. I thought it was interesting, but I thought... <clears throat> I liked that it was kind of like a movie with the two of them, and then Michael Sheen was kind of there randomly. As the as the bartender, yeah. But I, when so the trailer at first for Passengers, it gave me the vibe of a love story deep in space. Shut up! No, <laughs> it gave me the no. It gave me the vibe genuinely it, that it both like of their that. pods opened up on accident. Both of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't give me the vibe that Chris Pratt like ruined this girl's life. Yeah. Didn't give me that. Which it, it, I mean, it's not fine, but it was okay. I okay. Let me see where this is going. But at first, I genuinely thought, like, it was both of them just trying to survive, and then they fall in love. It mm-hmm. wasn't like he wanted to be selfish, and he opened her tank for her. He opened his, her tank because he saw her, and he was like, okay, gotta know her. Mm-hmm. That's just my, my point of view. Yeah, but I, if I remember correctly, the movie mm-hmm. starts off the way you said it. Like, as if they both, their pods opened up, mm-hmm. and then... And then towards the end, it's revealed that he went back and he opened her pod. No, right? he... Or did he open her pod in the beginning? I can't so remember. So the meteorite hits the ship 
and right. something like malfunctions on the ship right. or only his pod opens yeah. and then he's ro- he's walking around and it turns out to be like three months that he's walking around yeah. and like Michael Sheen's character is there and he's talking to him yeah, and then yeah. he's like looking through like from what I remember he looks through some kind of like virtual like goodbye thing of people and then he sees her and he like goes back and forth for like a few months and that was it. That was in those like three months of him deciding. And he talks to Michael Shane's character the entire time. He's like, okay, do I do it? Do I not? And then he finally does it. And he like mm. hides all this stuff. So like he opens her pod within like the first 15 minutes of the film because he doesn't want to be alone. And then he makes it mm-hmm. seem like he just woke up too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Michael Shane's character like <clears throat> reveals, reveals it later more on, towards yeah. like the be- middle end that, oh, like he didn't tell you that he opened your pod. And then she finds out. So, like, that that's kind of, like, why I was against... I like that. It's an original movie, original script. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it could have been written so much more better. Yeah, it would have been cool if you didn't find out till at the very end that he opened up her pod. Not even that. That more, like, both of the, Yeah, like, if they both malfunction and then they find out towards the end, like, oh, by the way, like, I actually opened your pod. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just a malfunction. Like, we didn't... Mm-hmm. Like, us as the audience didn't know that ahead of time. I don't know. I just wasn't a fan. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I didn't think it was a bad movie. I mean, teach her. Teach her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can get along sometimes. Very rarely. Um, no, so I sorry. actually did not have anything Marvel written in here until Zach reminded me. Please, you don't have the script up still, do you? No. Okay, so Zach reminded me of something that was announced two days ago, and I was like, wow, how did I not remember this? Um, so it's confirmed that Elizabeth Olsen has started filming on Doctor Strange and the Mul- Madness of the Multiverse. Mm-hmm. But it's not a coincidence, because Benedict Cumberbatch showed up in Atlanta a month ago, and wait, there's more. We didn't stop filming... WandaVision until a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and Spider-Man arrived in Atlanta a month and a half ago to start filming Spider-Man 3. <laughs> so it's like it's like me pulling all putting all these strings together. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you know what I hate about this? Do you know what I hate about this? I followed you completely. That's what I hate about this. I, uh, the whole way through that convoluted section, I followed you completely. And I got what you were trying to say. And I hate the fact that I did that. All I'm saying is for those who couldn't follow me, it's not a coincidence that all three of them are in Atlanta at the same time. Gosh. Around the, uh, Atlanta have their studios in, in Atlanta. Marvel have their studios in Atlanta. Yeah, of course they're all going to be in Atlanta at some point. Benedict Cumberpatch did not have to show up a month ago. Guarantee you. Who I, said? <laughs> I guarantee you, he will have a cameo in WandaVision at the last 10 minutes of the show. You, Just what, saying. what you're trying to say is. Yes, yes. You're trying to say, if mm-hmm. you still aren't following what this <laughs> crazy woman is trying to tell you, she's trying to say that it's. Not coincidental that Benedict Cumberbatch is in the same place to be able to film at the end of uh, WandaVision and then also into Spider-Man that's also there as well. (laughs) While also being in his own movie that's also being filmed. And it's not coincidental that Elizabeth Olsen 
is also there to finish her WandaVision and also feature in Madness of the Multiverse. By that same logic, it's no coincidence that Spider-Man is there to feature in the end of WandaVision. It's like, come on, man. Really? I didn't say Spider-Man was going to be in WandaVision. I just said that it's not a coincidence that Benedict Cumberpatch is literally the... I don't want to use the any math terms, but he is literally the PEMDAS formula in all this. The PEMDAS formula? <laughs> what? <laughs> my head I just I just hate it <laughs> it's too easy because there's a formula you have to it's follow it's just too easy anyways he is the center of all of this <laughs> and that is logic with Nicole as you can see by the diagram <laughs> that's the issue but the freaking diagram with all the strings <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm really surprised <laughs> I never made one. <laughs> if you, I leave my stool, no tech. I come back to my stool, tech. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> That's you. Yo, I'm surprised I never made one for Endgame. <laughs> I would call Zach every single day after work after I would like print up all these like theories, and I'd go, "Okay, Zach, we're we're gonna talk about this." <laughs> And I would literally say, okay, I think that they're not going to get all the Infinity Stones in this movie because why would they do that? And then I call Zach two days after he sees and I go, I was really wrong. He gets all the Infinity Stones. And Zach goes, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I go, why did you let me guess that? And he's like, I just wanted to see that you were wrong. But anyways, thank you for reminding me that I had to talk a little bit Marvel in this episode at least. Isn't there one more? There is, now that you. But anyone who can follow that diagram, I will give you major props and credit. It's not that complicated. No, but Chrissy got on me. Actually, shout out to Chrissy because she, first subscriber to our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon (laughs) for more content. Bonus features, and when we reach 50 Patreon members, we will... We will do an episode in onesies and we'll be discussing Age of Ultron. I was going to say, what it's going to be Age of Ultron and an entire in-depth of Civil War. Our issues on that one. I didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> we're doing oh, that too. <clears throat> then just Age of Ultron, because we have so many more issues in Age of Ultron than we do any other Marvel film. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but she brought up, she randomly texted me and said, she goes... I had to pull this up because I don't want to misquote her and have her come at me in a couple weeks. Because she will. Sounds like Chrissy. Yep. She said, I'm just here to say that you have no taste since you like Adam Sandler but hate Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that text and I was like, what? And I didn't remember what it was. <laughs> I said... <laughs> How did I know you'd come at me? <laughs> she said you have no taste. 
was so confused. I was like, what? And then I realized, I go, oh my gosh, she's caught up. <laughs> oh my gosh, you said you have no taste. That's so funny. And I said, how do I know you come at me? She goes, because you know I care. And that was the last of our conversation. Speaking of Wolf World, though, oh, I geez. saw um, Stranger Than Fiction the other day, and I think you'd like that film. It's not a comedy. It's more of a drama it's more like a tragic comedy. But what is it called? Stranger Than Fiction. Stranger Than Fiction. I think you'd like it. Oh, Emma Thompson. Mm-hmm. It's 2006. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. I will try it. <laughs> Good. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm not a huge fan of that. Can you Everyone... read Chrissy's quote one more time? <laughs> Why? Because I just want to laugh at it for a second. I feel attacked. <laughs> you have no taste. <laughs> Is that how she opened it? You yes. No, I she. Okay, so I sent her. I love her so Sunday much. night, I sent her because Chrissy. If you know Chrissy, you know she's the biggest Harry Potter fan. Probably in the world. No, no. definitely in the world. No, not in the world. I would say, but she's she's. She's our, up there. Though. She's our big Harry Potter fan. She's up there. We love her deeply sometimes. Um, <laughs> I sent her a Harry Potter thing mm-hmm. because it marked on Sunday, they're 19 years later, it was mm-hmm. their legacy, and I got a random text Monday night exactly at 6 p.m. I'm just here to say that you have no taste <laughs> since you like Adam Sandler but hate Will Ferrell. Puts it in my veins. <laughs> That's what I love. I love all of that. I'm going to tell her to I'm gonna be like, let's skip to episode 27 where I shout <laughs> you out and call you out for calling me out. <laughs> Chrissy is the type of person she texts to me saying, she goes, Nicole, I'm not talking Marvel. I'm not comparing anything to Marvel. Nicole proceeds to compare everything to Marvel. And I literally said, you didn't have to come at me that hard. <laughs> I respect okay. it though. She's allowed to say that shit to me since I've known her for literally 15 or 16 years now. But anyways, moving on. Via discussing film, Marvel has no plans on releasing Black Widow, Eternals, and a couple other films I completely forgot about. But they plan- they do not plan on releasing Black Widow onto Disney+. Plus. They want it as a theatrical version as they believe it should be. Same thing with Eternals. And... There was a list of them. I just lost it, but there was a list of them, and but Black Widow was at the top of the list. And honestly, like I've said this before in another episode, I don't think it deserves special treatment. I really don't. As much as we deserve to have a Black Widow solo film, we should have had it a long time ago, and maybe Phase One, maybe Phase Two. But I definitely don't think it deserves this kind of special treatment. But to each their own. Marvel knows what they're doing. Marvel. I'm just gonna, you know what, I respect, I highly, and this is something we're gonna talk about in our discussion, but I highly respect all the films that will release onto a VOD platform instead of theatrical to allow people to see it beforehand. What are your thoughts? Just put it out. Like, I, I, I get I get it, but... I feel like they would gain... Just just put it out. I know it's about money with Marvel sometimes, but I think, honestly, 
I honestly think though that they would they took away the free subscription trial for Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Honestly, do you know how many subscribers they would get? That more subscribers they would get in October. They announced they had seventy three million for Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Imagine releasing Black Widow mm -hmm. in January along with WandaVision for those who don't have a Disney Plus, including you. You don't have your Disney Plus right now, do you? No, I do. Oh, you do. Oh, anyways, the Mandalorian. I forgot. Anyways. Yeah. So imagine how many subscribers they would get in January alone with WandaVision when it comes out. On top of that, with with maybe Black Widow if they were to release it. Yeah. Which is what I've been saying the whole time. I, I'm just saying. I, I absolutely agree with you. I think at this point, like, I mean, I watched my film, my After We Collided film mm -hmm. at Kara's house. And her TV is... She yeah. my TV and had a recliner chair and I had my wine and I had freaking pizza. Like, how much better can I get than that? I watched it and honestly, it was nice because we paused it for like 10 minutes. That way we could take an intermission. All this oh, stuff. Oh, you fancy. Intermission? What is this, 1932? <laughs> <laughs> no, we used the, the like massage gun on us because our bags were killing us. But anyways, that's a whole other story. <laughs> But we paused it so that way we could put away the food, we could get dessert, all this stuff, and then we resumed at the last literally like 20 minutes. Like we just kept pausing it, and it took us like maybe two to three hours to watch the film. But it was nice because that way, like I didn't have to get up in the middle of a movie theater and have to worry about being in someone's view. Because mm -hmm. I, I hate that personally. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I know you have thoughts on that, and it is something we will discuss later. I've on. said my thoughts for the past what two months about this. I feel like a broken record right now. I know. I've been saying this the whole time. Might as well just put it out. Give it to the people. That's all it is. No, I agree. I think at this point, I mean, whatever ends up coming out on a platform, I, I honestly am here for it. I respect it. I think it's a smart thing to do, especially with people not feeling safe about going to a theater. You know, some mm -hmm. theaters are open. I don't know who is down here in Florida, but I know. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Listen, I, I'll take whatever movie I can get on whatever platform. Exactly. Um, and Michael B. Jordan has been crowned 2020's Sexiest Man Alive. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. That was the, that's it, that's the tweet. No, but I'll buy it. That makes sense. Wow, I was really expecting a bigger reaction out of you. It's Michael B. Jordan. I man. know, but that's like... It's hard to beat the guy. I mean, great smile, fair. white teeth, great body. I mean, Honestly, yeah. it was... I it think... Sense that he'd was Idris Elba in, in the running this year or was it last year? Or was he it? I don't know. But good for Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, see, that's... And he's young as well. Yeah. yeah. That's the that was the one earlier that I was cracking up so much about because I was like, wait, time out. <laughs> why is that news? <laughs> it's not really news, but it's something like, why would you put that in there, kind of thing. Yeah, that's but, where I'm at right now. Why <laughs> would you put that in there? Because I, it's it's Michael B. Jordan. Okay, move forward. <laughs> that was the reaction I was looking for. <laughs> Anyways. I, I like it. I think Michael B. Jordan is a good actor. I think he's given these really nice roles. And I think he's directing the next Creed film, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. I think so, yeah. I think there's a Creed 3. I'm just going to double check that. 
I know he's uh, pretty 2015, 2018. Anyways. Um, okay, so part of our discussion. Okay. I had to move this topic, these two topics specifically to discussion because I felt like they needed such a, not an in-depth discussion between us, but I felt like you and I had a lot to talk about, especially with this first one, because this first one was something we had discussed before that we were shocked. Um, Zack Snyder teases new look for Jared Leto's Joker mm. in the upcoming Justice League Snyder cut. What are your thoughts about that? Because I know it's something that we did discuss, how you wanted his gangster look kind of gone. Mm-hmm. And to have, like, <laughs> I, I was just curious as to how you felt about that. How they confirmed that he's going to have a new look. Well, they said road-weary look. Which I didn't understand what that meant. So just, like, tired and it gets disheveled a little bit or a lot. But, um, yeah, I said I... I I'm a firm believer that Zack Snyder is the kind of director to give Jared Leto's Joker a real direction. And I think with this, it could be very interesting, the direction he takes it in. Um, I wonder if it's road-weary because of um, Darkseid. And uh, the doomsday um, world that Zack Snyder was trying to build. Um, but no, I'm interested to see how it goes. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I kind of want to see David Ayer's version though. Before I get Zack Snyder's version. Because I, I kind of want to see what David saw in Jared Leto for a Joker that we all didn't get to see. But also what he saw in Margot Robbie. Because he gave Margot Robbie the Harley Quinn role. Yeah. So I know she said something about how if he does, like she doesn't know if he's going to release it, but she's heard rumors that there's, she said that there's stuff that she knows that they haven't, that they have filmed. Mm -hmm. And it's all to studio what they show. Right, right. So she knows that there's other... Yeah, there's more there's, scenes. Yeah. I guarantee you. And that's what David has been saying the whole time. He's like, there's more stuff. But I'm saying, in order to compare, I feel I would like, prefer to have David Ayer's version of Joker first so I get to see the full breadth of what that was what supposed we're to be. With, yeah. And then I get Zack Snyder's version to be able to say, yeah, this was more direction or, or was it that... Just because of what the studio decided to take out, we lost the direction that Joker was going in, and then what Zach gives us is a completely different direction altogether, which I think is completely possible. No, absolutely. But I I get the sense that what's going to happen is <clears throat> the Justice League comes out and Jared Leto is fantastic, mm-hmm. and everyone's going to be like, "Oh look, see, Jared Leto is fantastic," rather than say, "Okay, no, that was the studio ruined the film." he was fantastic in the first place but we just didn't get to see that version yeah so that's what i'm wondering but that's also what i've been saying like there's a whole other version of him out there right only see what the studio was like okay let's put this out there um but not meaning to cut you off but Mm -hmm. i i do agree i think what caught my attention about this is the fact that like Zack Snyder is bringing in this leto is bringing in this joker is bringing leto's joker but he has to 
I mean, I would not have known he otherwise. Ha- he has to. Why, why does he have to? Because even in, like, <clears throat> is it Holly? Holly Quinn had Batfleck. No, it wasn't <clears throat> Holly Quinn's Bat. It was... What film was it? Was it Suicide Squad? It was Suicide Squad where yeah, Batfleck came Batfleck. in. Yeah, yeah. He came in and so he it's the same. It's the same universe. David Ayer and Jack Snyder are friends. And oh, it's yeah, the same, yeah. They're working on the same timeline. So it only makes sense to have this Joker. It doesn't make sense providing a whole new Joker. No, no, no. What I no. meant was I didn't know, I didn't even think in the first place that he would bring in a Joker regardless. But the fact I mean, that he, he wants to bring in Leto, it's like, okay, now they're probably going to, that, like, there's probably a new scene that he wants to show, or a new scene he wants I mean, to have filmed. Isn't that we still gonna get Lex Luthor in jail, aren't we? <clears throat> right? With Superman? I could possibly have him with this. It's is gonna Le- be four is, is, hours. Is like, he in it? I, I wouldn't be so Jesse Eisenberg? I thought there was a chance of Jesse Eisenberg coming back, but I don't know. It, it, it's, <sighs> it's four hours, you know? After watching Smallville, I can't imagine anyone else as Lex Luthor, to be honest. Like, Jesse Eisenberg, when I... when I, I didn't like him. When I look at... No, he's just kind of... I didn't like him. A lot of people loved him, but I didn't like Okay, him. I'll say I'm half and half with him. I, I liked his version. I just... I don't... He played him well, like, in the evil version of him, but I just think... I, I didn't buy into it, I should say. I don't know. I feel, I feel I miss a lot of these complexities that a lot of people love. But we also from. haven't had a Lex Luthor in so long, since Kevin Costner. Is it him? Uh, no. No, 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 no. It's Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey's. Kevin Spacey was Lex Luthor in Superman Returns with Brandon Ruth. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Brendan Ruth. Then um, Kate Beck and not Kate Beck and Sell. It was. Oh my God. Her name's Kate. Boz. Boz. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm correct. I just can't think of her last name. How to say it? Bosman. Superman. It's Brandon Ruth. Kevin Spacey. Kate Bosworth was Lois Lane. Mm. What was James Marsden? Richard White. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Anyways, I... I get what you're saying, though. I think maybe it'll make more sense to have him in that world to see how, like, Batman or how Batfleck kind of Mm -hmm. coincided with both of them, with Harley and with Joker. Mm -hmm. Because it it was kind of random in Suicide Squad how, like, Batfleck kind of came in, Mm -hmm. and I like seeing him, but didn't he... He caught, um... No, we had Ezra Miller also in Suicide Squad because he caught Boomerang. Batfleck only caught he caught two of them. Oh, he caught Deadshot and he caught Deadshot and he mm-hmm. caught Harley Quinn. Mm. Am I the only one who remembers this? No, I remember it. But any final thoughts on him? Bring it on. Bring it on? Yeah, I agree. I, honestly, just release the freaking cut already. <clears throat> it's got another year. I don't think another year. It's 2021. Yeah, but it's it, not another year, like two months. Like you said, he was releasing in the beginning of 21. 
I would say at least still next year. I would say like probably uh, his beginning is probably gonna be like April. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so it was announced yesterday. Wonder Woman eighty four mm-hmm. is going to be releasing on HBO Max Christmas Day. It's gonna be releasing on there, and it's gonna release theatrically. Patty Jenkins announced it today, saying that she wants people to be safe, but also would like it in theatrical form. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? She's a genius. Patty Jenkins is a genius. I think she's... Because I've been saying it for the last three months, and this is what people need to do. I just don't understand. I should be an executive at this point. Like, I, I've, 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 I've said everything right. Are you kidding me? Yes. She's nailed every part of this financially and 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 just socially. Like she's giving us a theatrical release if you want it. She's giving you a VOD release if you want it and she's doing it on Christmas Day, which is what I said. There's no Star Wars movie this year. So that Christmas Day slate, that holiday situation is completely open. And she comes and gives us one of the biggest blockbuster films of the year in that spot. A lot of bloggers are saying that they think it, it's going to look like a flop. If they, It's going to look like a flop if it's on there, if it's on VOD, if it's on HBO Max. If Not like flop, on. flop, like wise as in money. Like the money is going to, they're going to lose money. Or it. You, do you know what I'm saying? Like, they're saying if it's on both platforms, the box office is going to look like it flopped. If it's in theatrical version and they only make, like, in one weekend, $10 million. Mm-hmm. Which, I understand that point of view. But, I think it's smarter to do it this way. So, wait, you're saying bloggers think that if it was just only theatrical release, it's going to look like a flop. Because, obviously, not a lot of people are going to be able to go out and see it. Well, yeah, of course. Well, they're saying like, okay, so in the in the words of a blogger, it's gonna it's only gonna look like a flop because not many people are gonna go see it in the theater. Yeah. Which I I highly Which believe this sense. film will not be a flop at all, but I think money wise, it's gonna look like a flop. But that makes sense. Though. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, Tenet lost a hundred million. But that's because people weren't going really to see it in the theaters. But I guarantee you, when it releases next month on Blu-ray on yeah. online, it's gonna the numbers are gonna skyrocket. It's, exactly. And I think the same thing is gonna happen with One Woman Eighty Four. I don't think at this point, I think box office numbers aren't gonna matter anymore. That we should just look at the viewership and how many people are subscribing now. So if it's HBO Max, yeah. they're gonna say, okay, I, I I wouldn't be surprised, and it's gonna be shitty. I wouldn't be surprised if all these platforms start taking start taking off the seven day to 14 day free trial and just start doing okay so now with covid how it affected everything let's take that away and put in Mm -hmm. just have people just start signing up for the platform Mm -hmm. which okay that's it's shitty but it's smart but also think about the fact that we've been as viewers we've been going through this loophole for the last what 10 years in sense of of oh I want this thing but I don't want to pay for it let me set up an email go through watch as much as I can for a week delete my account create a new email address go back in and just keep creating email addresses so I can keep watching my stuff free think of course they've been losing a ton of money that they could have had if people just stayed on but doing it this way enforces 
people staying on the platform. It keeps eyes on the platform. And then in agreement with what you're saying, I think, as I keep saying, this is going to change everything in, in the sense of we're no longer going to be counting box office numbers, like you said. We're going to be counting streams. We're going to be counting everything. So no matter yeah. how people watch a film, that's going to be counted the same way with like album sales. People aren't buying physical CDs anymore. And even less few people are buying so albums of iTunes. Or Spotify or Pandora. Very few people are buying from, from Apple, from iTunes right now. They're streaming on Spotify. They're streaming on Apple Music. So what's happened now, the Grammys are now using streams and Billboard are using streams as a way to figure out how popular a, a, an album is and whether an album deserves an award. So that's just how the world's changed. I think movies are going to go down that route where we're looking at, you know, a viewership on different platforms. How, how many viewers viewed this and what would that equate to in terms of dollars? What would be the X amount in dollars? You know what I thought about too while you were talking? What? I started laughing because I realized I am so good at predicting a box office weekend. Yeah, you're going to be like, screwed. It's freaking scary how accurately close or on top of it I mm-hmm. get. And I just realized I'm going to have to start just guessing like subscriptions, like screw. how many people are going to subscribe in a month with a popular film. It, I mean, it's, it's shitty to think that way, but... But the thing I'm is, just I'm so good at being able like I will call Kyle and be like okay, um, tenants coming out and say if it didn't come out like in a pandemic I think it's gonna make opening weekend at least at least seventy million opening weekend not including premiere night that it's just funny like that that's the first thing that made me part of me feels they should have done this five years ago. They it, honestly they. They, I, I kind of agree. They should have started preparing. Like, okay, what if we... It's because pe- we're too comfortable. We didn't think something was going to break out again. Like how well, the, I, the no, flu pandemic even, did. I'm not even just thinking because of the pandemic. I'm thinking of, you know, there are human beings like myself who prefer to be at home. And if yeah. those people decide that, you know... Because uh, I used to home, get dressed up for movies. Yeah. I'm like, why am I getting so dressed up for a movie? I'm putting makeup on for someone who's just I literally would... good. My first date was in a movie theater. When it's I... the worst first date idea. It wasn't my days. idea. It's a bad first date idea. But I'm just saying, like... As you talked about that movie you saw at Garrett's, right? Mm-hmm. The whole experience, right? You can still have that same experience now, but I feel like you could have had that five years ago where you just bought the movie or rented the movie online. Think about how popular Redbox got for a minute. When, Thank God, Redbox you know was I mean? Katie and I's like, favorite but thing. But that's what I'm saying. That's the same thing. If you're getting a movie, you're renting a movie, you're watching it at home. The same experience you have it. I, as much as I love the theater experience, I think that it, it, if it's not live, it's kind of overrated in a sense. Maybe not like extensively overrated, but I, I think that I I see a big difference between watching a movie versus watching a theatrical production in the sense of if I'm going to, yes, I think, I think it's mostly because I can watch whatever I want, whenever I want at home. Mm-hmm. Compared to a theater production, you can only see it for that limited time, so it makes sense to go on that day. Yeah. And also, if I miss a film, I can always get the Blu-ray later on, or I can rent from Redbox, so I can watch it later on down the line. I'm never really missing. 
I used to hook my computer up, my old computer. I used to put the DVD in, and Katie and I would hook it up to my yeah. TV, her TV, and we watched like, like we watched Get Out from the Bread Box. We yeah. watched. We would get like three DVDs, and yeah. we'd watch it in her room because she had the TV. So, so I just think that they probably should have thought about this five years ago when streaming platforms started becoming a big thing. That how can we? Well, thank God for Disney Plus now. Like, Disney Plus is saving Pixar. Disney Plus is also ruining <laughs> movie theaters. I, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's part and parcel. That's just really where Honestly, we're at, I, right? I have... Uh, okay, not... And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like, you know, because not crap many, on Disney. No, I'm just absolutely. And I get it because not many people are blessed with... They don't have... A big enough TV, or they don't have like well, a not TV only that, they would watch. Not a lot of people have fifteen bucks to spend to exactly. go see a movie. And I mean, I honestly, I would feel blessed watching Black Widow on my yeah. living room TV, or on my big t- or on my room TV, or I'd watch um, Wonder Woman eighty four. Probably watch Wonder Woman eighty four in my room. Exactly. And just even oh, I did tag us though. Um, Movie night at my place, day after Christmas, to watch Wonder Woman 84 in here. <laughs> but really, December 26th. We'll see. We'll see. Awesome. We'll have wine, popcorn. We'll see. We'll make Probably a viewership. Do a party, a streaming party. I, I just think, I do think it's smart. I, I respect the shit out of Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot and the entire cast of Woman, Wonder Woman have, 84 like, for, a, for coming to this decision. They were probably yeah. like, honestly, Gal Gadot is one of the, Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, all, the entire cast, and Patty Jenkins, I just see them being the type of people who are just like, okay, we need to consider what is best for our fans, mm-hmm. what is best for the, the world at this point to release it. Let's just release it this way, and we'll give them the option to watch it in theaters if but they feel also, comfortable. Like, think about. Part of me feels though that this decision would have been a lot harder if Zack Snyder's Justice League wasn't on the slate to come out via HBO Max. You think? Because you think, but just, just like, just, just like, think about right that once the world knew that we were gonna get this. Right, and then knew. I think they needed to come out with Wonder Woman eighty four before. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that once the world knew and blew up with it coming out of HBO Max, and HBO were like, "Oh shoot!" Like people really want this, and we could see, you know, our our platform blowing up. Then when it came to Wonder Woman, they were like, "Yeah, no brainer. Let's put it on here because it probably would make exactly the same kind of buzz as." Zack Snyder's cut's going to make. And as we can see, it's kind of happening now that there's a lot of people who are going to jump on to HBO Max for Wonder Woman and maybe stay for Zack Snyder's cut when mm-hmm. it comes out. So I, I'm just saying, I, I don't think Warner Brothers and HBO Max would have thought it was possible if they hadn't seen the fanfare around Justice League to then think, let's put this movie on there as well because I'm pretty sure if, if there was if it didn't blow up they would have still been pushing for theatrical release yeah but for me after pushing a film back twice and then if they had done it a third time like how Black Widow Black mm-hmm. Widow was only pushed back I want to say once I swear it was like two or three times no because it went from May it was twice no it was pushed back twice it, no 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 it went from May to November 
and we thought it was going to come back again in May, and it didn't. No, it was May of this year, and then they pushed it to, it. they didn't really have, oh, they had November 4th. And then, they, and then when we got closer to October, they said, okay, let's put, we have to push it now to next year. We're just going to push the entire slate so back. So three times. No, it only got pushed back. It was originally May. Mm -hmm. And then they said, okay, we have to push it. So that's one. That's twice. That's yeah. twice. Whatever. No, original date. I'm saying pushing it back. Wonder Woman 84 went from summer release to October to, and now December. So that's still twice. No, it was <laughs> Okay, let me look when the original because now it's gonna bother me. <laughs> you said you said you said Black Widow was May. You said Wonder Woman was a summer release. You said Black Widow got pushed back till November. You said Wonder Woman got pushed back a second time. It's still okay. twice, both ways. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, original release date. It was scheduled for release on November 1st, 2019, after mm -hmm. being moved up from its original December 13th mm -hmm. release date. So it was supposed to release last year, mm -hmm. and they pushed it to this year. Mm -hmm. Making me very nervous. Okay, that's so that's once. So it was... I'm looking for it. I'm reading this. Hold on. Okay, so it was supposed to be debuted on October 2nd. So that of, was it's of 2019? 2020. Of 2020. Yes. Okay. So it was going to have, I remember this film was going to have an uh, early October release. Mm -hmm. And then when that got pushed back, mm -hmm. everyone was speculating, okay, Black Widow was going to be the next one to get pushed. Mm -hmm. And then when this got pushed to December, they said, okay, but it only makes sense because, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier right You're after. You're still not answering the question that you went to research for. Because it's not giving me like an exact like how many it's not giving me dates all the twenty twenty dates it was because it was supposed to be I think August and then they moved it to October. it was it was August then October and so it was Eternals Eternals and Wonder Woman eighty four were both going to be August August of dates. this year yes August this year and then Wonder Woman eighty four got pushed and then so did Eternals to next year mm -hmm. so that's one time got pushed it got pushed from August to so then so. That so pretty much sense. Wonder Woman 84. It went from August this year to next year. Eternals? No, you're saying Wonder Woman. No, Wonder Woman 84 from, from August of this year yeah, to, to this October, October of this year. And then now Christmas. So I guess that so is Black Widow. Twice. Yes, Black Widow had the same thing. Twice. So I was right when I said twice. <laughs> which is which which is what you went looking for. And I said twice. I was trying to agree with you and you kept gosh. talking. Give me a heart attack. Eternals only got one pushback. I would like to just throw yeah, that got out there. Yeah, delayed forever. It's not indefinitely. <laughs> it's going to be it's at not. this point. No, because now they have a year. Anything else that we have on the script? Because I still don't know what we're looking at. No, you can look now. <laughs> Is that it? Yes, any other here? topics you want to bring up? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. 100%? I, I, I still think that's a great idea to push it back to December, to Christmas. I, I really do think it's a great idea. I'm just looking, dude. I'm seeing if there's anything. Oh, okay. Matt Lintz has been cast as Kamala Khan's best friend 
Bruno Corelli in the Disney Plus series, Mrs. Marvel. That's picking up steam quite quickly. Yeah, it is. And they released, oh yeah, they released first pictures of that. She's a, like a little mini Captain Marvel, which and makes sense. And not going to come out for another year or two? I would say at least a year. At least. Miss Marvel, with how, if they're filming for what, two months? Editing process, probably at, literally. Filming for two months? Some, some productions go, they only film for like two months. Batman is the only one that's been filming for like a fucking year. It's because it's going to be amazing. It's going to be freaking amazing. They, they, uh, what they, oh my God. They previewed like, they, they're teasing some kind of Batman preview thing coming out. I retweeted it today. It just says the Batman dot, dot, dot. We honestly have not seen anything in the past, I would say, month. People were, that means they're probably shooting inside now in like the actual, in like a studio mm-hmm. setting, mm-hmm. which is nice because people kept freaking using their iPhones and recording everything. But I'm glad we got that stuff. I'm glad we got that stuff. Though. I'm glad we caught like 15 seconds of him it's riding cool a bike. To get practical stuff again. It's nice to see what they look like before all the editing and before the VFX and how, how like Colin, Colin Farrell still looks Still looks like a freaking G. Yeah. Oh my god. Those pictures of him, like, right. it literally looks the way that he looked Whoever in the preview. Did the makeup and prosthetics, give them an Oscar right now. It took I Zach don't and I. Okay. Oscar now. It I took need us that. three looks, didn't it? Because I didn't even notice it until the next day on Twitter when someone said, That's Colin Farrell's penguin. And I texted Zach and I said, bro, did you catch this? And he goes, I'm going back right now. And we both looked at it, and I said, that is the best, and I mean best, makeup for an actor I've ever seen, hands down. Like, that made me but, watch it four times to catch it. It's like but, literally like a two-second, like, But glare. it's not even just the makeup. It's, it's, it's. His acting that makes it, it too. is. This is the same guy that was in for me, like that was in Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. and I, I like, I didn't recognize him at all, and that's that is it's good styling. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm honestly excited to see like how he acts in this film, how like what he does with this character because we've only seen Danny DeVito. For me, I've only seen Danny DeVito's Penguin, which is mm-hmm. I think is the last time we've seen a penguin. Villain, um, and I know we always come back to this, and we always say the same thing about it. But like, genuinely, like this cast is fire. I mean, everyone was kind of hating on Robert Pattinson at first when he kind of got casted, but like, in in all honesty, like I've never seen so many positive reactions to one trailer before. Because the trailer, the trailer because, was because because we didn't think we were gonna get it. I said we weren't. I was negative Nancy. I genuinely said to Zach. I genuinely thought we were. I said to Zach before and I said, there's what, 25% of the film done? Hell no, we're not getting a trailer. Hell no. And I'm glad to not bet. (laughs) I'm so glad. Because when we got that trailer, I was like. We have it on a podcast. We talked about it. (laughs) You straight up said it on this podcast. I said, I said, no, there's no, there's no trailer. And I knew it was going to. Because like, it's fandom. You have to come with something. And it's, it was more of the fact of how Matt Reeves introduced it. And I love that we're going back to this because I love talking about Matt Reeves and his just like his interview with fandom saying how much he, 
like you can just hear the passion in his voice because you don't really hear that a lot from directors yeah. like they'll just kind of talk about the film and they'll mm-hmm. just say yeah it, it was nice filming this because it, it's nice to work with these kind of actors who who get into the role but no he went into detail about each like i just thought of something huh? that i think will be interesting what is it related to batman no but it's 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 related to marvel <laughs> And probably late. Christ. And we we should close this podcast soon. No. <laughs> Martin Scorsese came out and said that oh, Marvel yeah. movies aren't cinema. Yeah. And then David Fincher came out in support of Martin Scorsese. Who did? <laughs> David Fincher came out in support of Martin Scorsese saying that um, Marvel movies aren't cinema. So I, I think no, that's I no funny. Comment. I think comment. it's funny with two directors that who you didn't know. I knew Martin Scorsese. It was just no, back. You, you didn't know who Martin Scorsese was. You didn't know who Martin Scorsese was or David Fincher until we talked about it on this podcast. Anyways, whatever. It's honestly at this point for me, it's to each their own. Whatever you think yeah. that this is not a, a cinematic film, whatever. It's not like it was eleven years in the making with twenty-two films afterwards leading up to one big battle. Whatever, Martin Scorsese. Yeah. David Fincher coming at you. No, now I'm salty. Anywho. <laughs> you want to close this out? Alright. Any final thoughts on anything we've talked about? Nope. nope. <laughs> Alright. Well, that was another adventurous, marvelous episode Scary of... Scary ass. <laughs> Honestly, we should... You know what? Next episode, just... Just flip it. Yeah, we'll flip everything. it. You you can. You well, I, that's no different because I do it all the time. I I write everything and then. Shut you up! No, you don't. Anyways, next episode I won't take a single look at the script and I'll have a genuine reaction from me about everything and I'll trust you. Okay. Okay. You have to at least have one marble thing in it. No. Whatever. No. Anyways, that was another episode of TWSS. That's what she said. <laughs> With Zach and Nicole. We'll see you next time.